Time now for sports on 104.7 The Cave. Here's Ned Reynolds. Mike, the intern, Ned Reynolds, back in the studio on a Thursday morning. So I'm, uh, I told you yesterday I had to go to the dentist, right? I'm in the chair. It's like 10, 10.05. My phone just starts going off in my pocket. And obviously, you're not supposed to have your phone out at the dentist while they're working on your mouth and stuff. And eventually, I was like, I got to, there's, there's got to be an emergency or something. I thought it was ringing. No, it was just everyone I know or knows me texting me about the trade the Kansas City Chiefs made with the Dolphins. In exchange for Tyreek Hill, the Chiefs get a first round pick this year. Second round pick, fourth round pick, and then they get a fourth and sixth next year. They also, and this is a big deal, free up about $20 million in cap space, which is the, the key here. Um, it breaks my heart, sucks, but at the same time, you know what? I I just, for the, I, am I wrong in the belief that that is too much money for a wide receiver? Yes and no. Here's, here's the way I view what happened. First of all, I'm astounded that it came to this. But then again, when you look back on it, Tyreek Hill's very volatile. We've known that for years and years. His agent's one of the more hardcore agents, Drew Rosenhaus, and he, Tyreek Hill's hardly his only client. He always drives hard bargains. But here's what I think. I don't know this, but here's what I think happened. These negotiations have been going on for quite some time. And the Chiefs finally said, hey, look, we can only go so far on this because it's going to, if, if he wants that amount of money, then it's going to boost us put way over the salary cap, and we're going to have trouble meeting that. Then comes the Devontae Adams tree. And I'm sure Hill looked at this and said, hey, I'm better than that guy, and I'm younger than that guy he is by a year. I want his money. So Rosenhaus, he's the agent, went to the Chiefs and said, this is what Tyreek Hill wants. That's as of probably last week or two weeks ago. And Chiefs said, we can't do it. We're where we can only be for four years. Now, we extend it to five, six, seven years. Yeah, we could probably work something out. And Hill said, five, six, seven years? I'm way beyond my prime. The Chiefs said, well, unless we trade you, you've got to play for us. You're under contract for this year and an option year next year, and we'll just put the franchise tag on you. And Hill said, the hell with that, because I'm even two years remaining. I'm going to be beyond what I can ask for now. I want the money. Chief said, do you want to be traded? Yep. Want to be traded. You sure you want to be traded? Yes, sure I want to be traded. They floated his name out there. They saw this deal. It didn't happen yesterday. It happened several days ago. The Dolphins said, yeah, we'll give you thus and such and so and so. And the Chief said, we can probably work with that. All right, Tyreek, you want to be traded? Yeah, I want to be traded. All this bluff, made the trade, and it's now a done deal. What does that do to the Chiefs? <laughs> it certainly skews their attack, to say the very least. Hill, folks, despite what you might have thought of him, is unique. He is the fastest wide receiver in pro football. He is the most gifted wide receiver. You don't replace somebody like that. He added an element to the Kansas City Chiefs attack that is one that you cannot replicate. You can adjust, and I know the Chiefs will do that. I'm sure that the front office went to Andy Reid and said, hey, this is what we're going to do. Can you get around? Wait a minute now. You're taking away my deep threat. Can you adjust to it? Yes, I can adjust to it. And I think the Chiefs probably will because they do have not necessarily an equitable receiving core in terms of being able to match what you have without Hill. You you can't match that. Juju Smith-Schuster is not Tyreek Hill. McCole Hardman is not Tyreek Hill. 
whomever they get in the draft, and they'll probably get somebody of great value in the draft, they're not Tyreek Hill. He adds that element. So Mahomes, who is unique as a quarterback, is probably going to have to adjust the whole scheme of what Kansas City does. It's going to be a different football team next year. Whether or not they're still a contender, I think they will be because they have a lot of talent. But they're not going to be quite the explosive team that they were and the team that puts fear in other teams. You look, look at what opposing teams did when Hill was out there. They adjusted their defenses. They sent them all back deep, uh, forced Mahomes into playing a, a lower-level game this year he did. Uh, but, again, it takes away from the level of threat, the intimidation that Kansas City have. They will not have that. But I do think they're going to be a very good football team, and they'll be able to come up with some very good deals now that they have room to work with in the salary cap. Yeah, and that's that's a big deal. And uh, and I think you look at these contracts uh, up north in Green Bay where it's like, man, you're going to be complaining when you're not winning games because you're paying your quarterback so much money. The guys in Miami are going to do the same thing. And honestly, I think the reason Tyreek was so good, and yes, he is fast, and yes, he can get open, is because Mahomes has got an arm on him. Tua don't have that arm. And it's going to be interesting to see how well he does in Miami. It's not going to be the same. It's just not. And again, and you could say the same thing about Patrick too. Without that deep threat option, look what happened this year. And look how he was forced to adjust in the missteps he did have. So in 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 the long run, when you look at it, it sucks that we lose him. But I'm really glad we had the year that we had this year where the teams basically forced him to be a game to be a game manager instead of screw it Tyreek's down there catch touchdown like now he's having to understand the game and be smarter and hopefully that will help the Chiefs do it but I really just can't see Tyreek having another great insanely good season down in Miami Don't with that quarterback sell, uh, to a short because he he does have he's for a smaller person and he is much smaller than Mahomes he's left-handed and he will adjust his attack to a left-handed arm, and that does make a difference. But the fact is that, no, he doesn't throw with quite the distance that Patrick Mahomes does. Nobody, he's not as big. But this Miami team is pretty good. They're going to be a contender in the AFC East, and they will be solid with uh, Tyreek. Will he be the receiver? No, he will not. But will the Chiefs be as dangerous? They do have when you say, hey, I've got, we've got Travis Kelsey right here. Yes, you do. But much of Kelsey's name and ability was enhanced by the fact that Tyreek Hill was there. Getting double coverage. And you're going to, and right now, I'll stop you right there. The same thing is going to happen in, in, in Miami because to his buddy Waddle, is now has an option because everyone's going to double team Hill and now Waddle's open and that's going to be the scary part. So it's not. But again, if that's what he wants, that's great. You're not going to win a championship with a team like that. But hard it is to say what it is. because the Buffalo Bills are in that that division yeah. too, and they are better. They regardless. are, and they're a complete team, and they're going to be another threat, man. AFC, dude. It's like I said, and everyone was asking, and if I was upset about it yesterday, I was like, no. I was like, but this this off season, like I keep saying, it feels like 1982 arms race between the U.S. and Russia and it's like oh you bought you got you got 10 nukes guess what we're gonna get 50 okay cool the next week we're gonna get a hundred we're gonna get a thousand I think more than uh, more than that though more than that is I think you get a good look a solid look at the ego involvement of everybody it's kind of oh, like the yeah. major league baseball associate here time. you have the chiefs front office big time you're not gonna tell us what to do yeah and Tyreek Hill said do you know who I am I want to get paid I want my money and I want it now 
And and I understand where he's yeah, coming from he's because he only has a certain level of ability in terms of time. You're not going to be around forever. And you utilize that ability in the time that you have. And that's what he's doing, and that's what his agent, I'm sure, suggested to him. Hey, get it while you can, man, because who knows what might happen. This is football. You yeah. can be injured at any time. You can pull a hamstring. You know, that's one of the – in the six years he's been with Kansas City – that is a very fortunate aspect of Tyreek Hill. He missed one game a couple of years ago. One game, missed four games because of some kind of a collarbone problem that he got hit early in the season that put him out. But other than that, he's really been injury free. He's he's tough. He's very muscular. He's a very tough, little dude. And I'm gonna t- I'm gonna tell you, he will benefit Miami. Now, does it make well, him a championship, absolutely. a Super Bowl team? Not necessarily. But what does it do to the Chiefs? That's what we're interested. I just in. that 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 Adams trade screwed us, and and, and <laughs> it's just too much money for a receiver, in my opinion. There's no way, no way. I would be more upset. If the Chiefs had said, screw it, we'll pay you $30 million a year, I would be more upset right now than I am because of Miami. Had I think they him, done yeah. that, Mike, had they done that, then the rest of the team is affected by yeah, that. Yeah, and I, I I, would have been a lot more upset about that. So I think they made the good call. I, uh, the, one more thing I'll say with Veach. I, everyone you know, says, in Veach we trust. I treat Brett Veach like I treat dating a really good-looking woman. Don't give me a reason not to trust you unless you give me a reason not to trust you, Ned. Um, so we still got Jarvis Landry in the free agency? He is free agent, What do you yes. think about like a one-year 18 mil deal on him? Depends on how it fits into the salary cap. Yeah, but 18 mil, we save another two right there if we are paying Tyreek 20. Just just even like Jarvis Landry is a possibility. There's no question about that, and he can play. He's certainly a very good receiver. Not Hill, but he's a very good receiver and a very good deep threat. I think the Chiefs probably rely more on their draft than they do on free okay. agency. And that's because of that money factor. They have other issues to, to handle in that draft. In the first round, there is a receiver out there now. Nobody knows about this guy, or very few, because he comes from Penn State, which was not necessarily a big passing offense. But Jahan Dotson, he's about 5'10", oh, 5'11", somewhere around there. Good pair of hands, very quick, ran a 4'4", 4, 4, 4.440". Like fours, it's right there. God, say that again. This guy can rock it. But he's not Tyreek Hill. Nobody is Tyreek Hill. He is unique, and he has the experience of playing there. But I do think the Chiefs look at a wide receiver, may try to trade up to try to get somebody, although that that would fracture the team a little bit by depending on whom the individuals want. But over and above that, I think they do go for a wide receiver. They have 29 and 30 in the first round. They have two two draft choices in the first round, and they run consecutively. I look for a wide receiver and then some defensive help. And I look. I think it's going to be a D-back who they go for. That would be my guess. I look, keep your eye out for Dotson. That's an interesting name, not a big name. The big names are going to be gone. Yeah, by, by that round. But, again, two first rounds. Veach could trade up with those. Could. Possible. Um, I I don't know. I like I said. I I really think I would hope that they would go in, especially in the draft, with a player that's more of a turnkey player. And you're going to get that with a D back, like you mentioned, Nick Bolton, another good example last year. I mean, he got in there, and as soon as they could see what he do, he was turnkey. Receivers sometimes take a little bit to develop. I mean, look at McColl. He's he's a great receiver, but. He's just, it's taking him a minute. And it could be in the individual, too. That's also true. But, um, you know, we'll see. I, I think 
we need a lot more immediate help. And I'm, I'm just kind of puzzled why we didn't make more rooms in the free agency, or at least more than I thought we would. Well, it's not over yet. That's and, true. And they could. And you did mention Landry. Hardman has the speed. Yeah. He, there's no question. Does he have the hands? Does he have the instinct? Yeah. And there's it's the there's head. one of the key. You have. To, you only get that from experience. Yeah. Uh, being playing, playing in the game constantly. That's the only way you pick that up. And. He'll certainly have that. But I do think in the first round, the Chiefs look at, and I think they draft a wide receiver. See what happens, man. It's getting close. About a month away. Um, actually, we are a month away. Uh, if you didn't get your fill of basketball last weekend, and I don't know how the hell you couldn't, um, <laughs> guess what? More basketball tonight. Right, Ned? This is the the first of the, well, there are four games. There are four games on the agenda and by the end of this weekend, we'll know who is in the Final Four. These are great games coming up. I'm especially anxious to watch the first game that's on TV tonight. Actually, there are two simultaneous, but this is the one that I'm going to watch, and that's Gonzaga versus Arkansas. This is a really, really terrific matchup. I'm amazed now. I'm, You know, I might sometimes put some chocolate chips on games, but... In basketball, <laughs> basketball. It's like, hey, look, man, we're not married. You don't have to justify it to me, okay? It's fine. This is one that I would put if I were. <laughs> if. The Gonzaga Ball Club is eight and a half point favorite over Ooh. Arkansas. Folks, that's a lot. That's a gamble if you do it, but, man, you can win. You can win. Razorbacks, can really I think, win. play Gonzaga very tough. The Razorbacks are Memphis under a different coach. And yeah. that coaching makes a big difference. Uh, Arkansas can play. They're a very good basketball team, folks. Memphis was, but I just thought Memphis collapsed down the stretch against uh, Gonzaga. Memphis had the lead in the game. I think Arkansas gives Gonzaga a really, really, really tough way to go. And then you have Villanova-Michigan tonight. That will be an outstanding game, but I like Villanova in this one. Texas Tech and Duke. Is Duke riding that magic carpet? Texas Tech is really good. Yeah. Duke, you know, come on, it's Coach K's last run. Is he going to get through this one tonight? Well, Texas Tech is a huge one-point favorite. (laughs) And then you have another game that's fascinating. All the games are fascinating. Arizona-Houston, that will be another fine game. Arizona is is the choice of many to win the national championship. Houston, folks, they don't sell them short. They can play and a very good and well-coached team. So you have four great games tonight, four tomorrow night, then the single games on Saturday that come right on down to the Final Four. I got Gonzaga in Arizona in my finals in the bracket, so I still got those two teams remaining. Uh, Gonzaga 90, Arizona 85. That's your championship game? Yeah, that's my championship. So you, you have Gonzaga winning their first national championship. Yep, 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 yep. We'll see. We certainly will. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I think we win like a gift certificate something if, if we win. This is like our office pool. But, gift uh, certificate? I, I want 20 million bucks. You should have signed up. <laughs> Ned, don't respond to those emails. But I think I'm in like, uh, yeah, I'm tied for fourth or fifth right now just because those opening rounds killed me. But if my guys continue and they have so far, I could come back. We'll see. But uh, my back bracket's kind of not in pieces. We'll see what happens. Then, uh, last but not least, uh, baseball's back. Who won in preseason yesterday? Cardinals lost their first game of the exhibition season. Houston Astros beat them by a score of 10-3, to folks. It's exhibition. Anything can happen. The Royals continue to play very well, but what else is new? They always play well in spring training. 
But, folks, you've said it before many times, Kansas City has a very good baseball team. Don't hide from them. They're really, really tough. Royals beat the Colorado Rockies 8-4. to Kansas City's tough, folks. They're going to make a name for themselves. They probably won't win the American League Central Division, but they're going to make a they're going to be a solid pain in the behind for a lot of these teams playing. They're a good ball club. Well, it's been nice talking with you this morning. Thank you for helping me get through this emotional time, Ned. <laughs> I'll see you tomorrow.